This is Talk of the Town on Magic 590, also heard on 100.5, and now heard in the Glens Falls and Lake George region on 1410 AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Bob Cudmore. Our guest today is Phil Barrett, the Clifton Park Town Supervisor. A Republican, Supervisor Barrett is the longest-tenured town supervisor in Clifton Park history, Clifton Park, a town in southern Saratoga County. And as we record this, there's a, a story splashed in the in the newspapers today that has to be good news, but it's one of those topics that I think a lot of us, including me, don't really understand. Moody's Investment Services has upgraded its rating for the town of Clifton Park. What did they do? Well, they increased our rating to uh, AA1, which is uh, just about at the top of the uh, of the scale. And uh, we're, we're, we're very proud of that. It's the second time our bond rating has been increased since I've been in office. And uh, it just shows that the town is moving in the right direction. If you read the report, it talks about our conservative fiscal management, uh, about our ability to uh, maintain a healthy rainy day fund and very, very minimal amount of debt. Uh, we do not have a town tax in Clifton Park. So that uh, that's always been a a sore subject with Moody's. They're underwriters and, you know, through my banking experience for many years, dealing with underwriters, I know what they look for. They look for guaranteed sources of revenue and, and levels of income that they can guarantee will be there. And without a town property tax, I don't have a number I can guarantee, you know, right to the, the penny, but we have a very good idea of what our revenues will, will be. Uh, so they, uh, they, we were able to mitigate that concern about mm-hmm. heavily relying on economically um, uh, dependent revenue sources. Uh, so we were able to mitigate that successfully, and they raised our bond rating, and it, uh, it's, it's fantastic. What are your revenue sources? Well, our main revenue source, uh, like many communities um, across the state, is our share of the sales tax. Mm-hmm. So you get a share of what Saratoga County levies, or you got your own like sales tax in there as well. Yeah, the the, the formula. It would take me about an hour to explain the formula, but in basic terms, Saratoga County has a seven percent sales tax, which is much lower than say mm-hmm. Albany or Schenectady. Yeah. Uh, so we have a, a low sales tax to begin with. The state takes their share. Which is a good portion of it, isn't it? Four percent, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. and then uh, uh, so they take most of it, and then the rest is divvied up between the county, which gets a bulk of the the remaining share, and then the municipality share and the rest. So it's um, it's a it's a whole formula that sure. that we use to do that, but uh, that is our main source of revenue, uh, along with other items. Mm. And I know that some of the towns in. Um, Schenectady County, let's say, and I'm thinking specifically of Glenville, where I live. The supervisor there has, you know, he's frets that their sales tax is 8%. I mean, the county of Schenectady, and they don't get as much of it in the towns as apparently they do. the towns do in Saratoga County. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what uh, Glenville's situation is. Um, every county does have a different way of doing it, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, I'm not sure what, what their deal is. But back to the, Bo- the Moody's rating, this is a rating for borrowing money? Is it- yeah, basically what, what the bond rating does is it shows the, the fiscal strength of the organization. 
they take in many factors. They, they, you know, we've got to send them all of our um, information, both current and historical, on the fiscal side of things. And after they analyze all of that data, we have a call, a conference call. And I had a call last week with Moody's. Uh, it is 80 minutes uh, mm-hmm. of questions. So they, they're asking you questions about the town, about trends, about the economy, about the budget, you know, future plans, the whole nine yards. And so uh, based on your answers and their ability to fact check your answers to make sure you're telling them the truth, right, uh, right. They, take, they take into account all of that information coupled with your financial information and make a decision. Now, your, your bond rating shows the strength or, or weakness of the, the, the fiscal strength of your municipality. And the higher the bond rating, the lower your borrowing costs. Mm-hmm. So if you were to uh, bond for projects um, or whatever you're doing in town, the higher your bond rating, the lower the cost because you're considered a lower risk. Banks, underwriters, Moody's Investors Service in this case, they assess risk. And they consider Clifton Park to be a very low credit risk. The the the, the chance that Clifton Park would default on its debt is mm-hmm. extremely low because of our very high bond rating. Mm. Uh, if you have a low bond rating, then you're determined to be a higher risk to default on your debt. Mm. Now, I mentioned one uh, town in another county. Uh, the, the cities around here in general, uh, probably with the exception of Saratoga Springs, although I'm not really sure, but uh, Troy uh, which will be the topic on Talk of the Town next week when uh, Mayor Patrick Madden joins us. They've been kind of working to get out of this sort of fiscal hole. Mm. But I, I think in general, the city, like Albany, Schenectady, Troy, mm. have more problems in this area. I don't know. Uh, I don't follow what they do. I don't know what their bond rating is, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, it, it just seems that... Um, you're in an enviable position in, mm. in Clifton Park. Well, we've created an enviable position. When I took office in 2000, you know, our Exit 9 Commerce area was suffering. We had a lot of empty retail space, empty retail buildings. And what one of the first things I wanted to do was revitalize our main economic hub. And we were able to successfully do that starting with Boscovs. We attracted Boscovs who had originally mm-hmm. uh, had announced, uh, uh, well, the town of Wilton announced that there were plans that they were going to locate in Wilton. We were able to get them down to Clifton Park, and that spurred uh, Target, Coles, more stores. Uh, but since that time, we've diversified our economy. We have a thousand hotel rooms now. Mm-hmm. We have a uh, hundred and twenty million dollars in healthcare investment over the last several years, because it became very clear to me not that this was a um, a tough thing to foresee by any stretch, but uh, that online shopping was going to continue to grow. Mm -hmm. Brick-and-mortar retail would continue to suffer. Therefore, we needed to look forward to the next evolution of Exit 9. And it might be strange to think that, well, you were working on the the first evolution of Exit 9 when you took office in 2000, which is true, and less than 10 years later, we were already planning for the next Mm-hmm. the next phase of what Exit 9 would look like in that uh, in that economic hub of the town. 
So we knew we had to diversify the economy. We've, we've successfully been able to do that. That grows your tax base. That brings uh, good jobs to town, uh, valuable services to town. So as you do that, you're gaining value in your municipality. Your, your property ta- Our property taxes continue to increase each and every year. And our tax base goes up. Our taxes to the, the people, I think people that don't live in Clifton Park just figure, oh my God, it must be so expensive to live there. Mm-hmm. Our tax situation amongst our peers, mm-hmm. I mean, we're much lower. Um, uh, so when you look at our costs, the, the, the money we spend as a government, it is much lower. The, um, uh, our tax situation is much lower than our peers. Uh, so we're, um, you know, we're pleased with our situation. We, we, we run lean mm. and, um, and keeping your fixed costs in order is incredibly important for any organization. We, we just had a big increase in healthcare this year, like many organizations, but we just surpassed what we were paying in 2011. Mm. I don't think there's too many organizations that can say in, in 2019, they'll be paying what they were paying in 2011 for health care. So uh, th- th- that's an important point. Uh, you know, a person my age or maybe even a little bit younger, if you say Clifton Park, you think suburb. But it sounds like it's becoming more of a destination or a, a place where people work as, as well as live. Well, you know, going back to 2000, as I mentioned, and one of the first things I wanted to do was revitalize Exit Nines. I was it, it it made me angry, really, that that people and and people were angry in town that geez, you know, uh, Exit Nine is um, it has all these empty places. I mean, this is Clifton Park. We we deserve better, and we should be better. And now we've got all of these shopping and healthcare and hospitality mm-hmm. services close to home, and people enjoy that. And I always thought it could be a destination. You know, in in the Northeast in particular, there's two types of models. You have a downtown model like a Saratoga Springs or a mm-hmm. Boston village, village mm-hmm. of Boston. And then you have the uh, regional mall model. Now, we, we've always had the regional mall model, which is failing. Uh, and I think we can be both. And that's why, as you've seen evolve over the last several years, we have a now an incredibly successful mall property that has actually expanded in square mm-hmm. feet. Uh, which is kind of against the grain. And we have elements of a downtown as well. So you're going to see more celebration around that fact. And you're going to see, more importantly, the success of Exit 9 continue, the tax base continue to grow, sales tax continue to grow, and the the tax and fiscal outlook for Clifton Park is very bright, and that's why they upgraded our our, uh, bond rating. Let me uh, go to some uh, specifics. Uh, that I noticed in uh, some news stories the past um, month or two. I think you were on the the program, you know, some months back. One thing that I think sounds like a great idea, uh, last night I was in a power outage up in the uh, Galway, uh, Broad Alban area. Mm. And and one of the problems in a power outage is you come to an intersection and there are no traffic lights. You're you're planning to do something about that. Yeah, we... uh, uh Way back in the early 2000s, I remember we had a, a terrible storm, summer storm, you know, your typical thunderstorm, but it was bad and a lot of power was knocked out. And I was driving through exit nine and it was a mess, as you might imagine. None of the traffic lights were working. And I said, geez, you know, there's got to be a way to, to do something about this. And we partnered with DOT initially 
to um, to have a lot of our major intersections that the traffic lights rewired, so it will it will. It would allow us to bring a portable generator to the site, mm-hmm. easily plug it into the traffic light, and the traffic light would work again. Uh, so we um, we did that. We have 18 lights that are currently wired that can be uh, easily um, plugged. Uh, you know, you can easily mm-hmm. plug in a portable generator, and we just approved um, to have 10 more. So we'll have 28 lights, traffic lights in town that can easily begin to work again if there's a power outage. And obviously, the, the safety consequences are immense. Mm. Have you used the, these generators yet? Or is that oh, many, many, many times, times. Many times. The, the ice storm mm-hmm. back, what, 10 years ago? Okay. Uh, 11 years ago, maybe. Uh, that was where they really... I mean, uh, uh, sh- showed their value. It was incredible because uh, we had power in some areas out for a couple of days. Yes. So you had traffic lights you know, in fairly busy intersections where the lights would have been out and inoperable for more than 24 hours. Uh, we were able to keep them running through the mm-hmm. whole ice storm. Uh, our security officers would check them periodically, fill the generator up with gas when needed uh, to make sure that those lights continue to operate. But it, it was a godsend. So we continue to expand that program. Unfortunately, we lose power all too often in our society. <laughs> yes, I would say. And one of my, I won't get into this right now, but uh, I know you have other items. But one of my pet peeves is we should be doing more to uh, insulate our grid, our electric grid, um, from the weather and other mm. other attacks. Yeah, you also mentioned in the uh, first half of the uh, program uh, s- some of your efforts in healthcare in Clifton Park and Ellis Hospital, and maybe other the other hospitals mm. of the Cattle District or some of them uh, has a presence in in Clifton Park, and it looks like it's growing. What's uh, going on there? Well. Uh you need to get the snowball going in the right direction. So I knew if we could get one big retailer to exit nine, others would follow. And that's what occurred when we were able to attract Boscovs in the very early 2000s, Target, Coles, and others quickly followed. The same uh, occurred with healthcare. If we could attract one healthcare, major healthcare facility with uh, a 24 7 service and an upgrade in services than what we've been used to in the town of Clifton Park. Uh, we believed others would follow, and that's what happened. So Ellis um, came to town with an incredible uh, facility uh, in the Exit 9 area, which they've now, uh, a few years later, have announced that they will be uh, expanding significantly, bringing more services to town. But once Ellis located in Clifton Park, St. Peter's, uh, who who, who have had a presence for some time, invested millions in a new campus. They built mm. a, a campus right on 146. Uh, new York uh, Hematology Oncology, mm-hmm. uh, Oncology Hematology, I think right. I had that mixed yeah. up. But uh, state-of-the-art cancer care, they they located right around the corner from Ellis. Um, Capital uh, Health Physicians uh, consolidated uh, several offices into one in Clifton Park and Route 9. So it, if, if you're able to attract a major player in an industry, any industry, uh, 
in many cases, others will follow. And that's what's happened with our retail efforts, with our healthcare efforts, uh, hospitality. And so, um, you know, when we decide that something is, is good for Clifton Park for the future and we need to have that here, we go after it aggressively. And then hopefully that begins, a, like I said, getting the snowball going in mm-hmm. the right direction where others will follow. So it's been great. And are the healthcare facilities in general in the same area? Or they're yeah, they're, they're very close. Uh, I would say uh, within a mile, mm-hmm. um, if you were to draw a circle. Mm. Yeah. So now, as opposed to you know going, let's say, to Albany or Schenectady for healthcare, people can just of Clifton Park and just stay there. Well, and that's the thing. If you look at the the uh, shopping and retail and hospitality and ju- just an incredible diverse economy that we have at Exit Nine and Clifton Park now, it's it's fantastic. We have more residential there. So yeah, you might have to wait 15, 15 or twenty seconds more at a traffic light, but mm-hmm. you don't have to drive to Troy Schenectady or Albany to see a specialist to get twenty four seven health care uh, to go shopping at a at a very uh, very good department store. You know the, these are these are services that are important to people, and they want them close to home. Let me ask you about the Prosperity Partnership. What is the Saratoga County Prosperity Partnership, and why are some county and town officials concerned about it? Well, the county always had a relationship with SEDC, which is a private uh, operation, and they they have— That's Saratoga Economic Development or something like that? Yes, exactly, exactly. So, uh, you know, they've been responsible uh, uh, working with the county Board of Supervisors over the years— uh, for a tremendous amount of economic development success in Saratoga County. Uh, a few years ago, due to a uh, disagreement that some supervisors had with SEDC, uh, the County Board of Supervisors uh, decided to create this Saratoga County Partnership, which would be a government-led economic arm. Uh, I believe a, a private sector economic development arm uh, working with the county is a much better structure. I believe that then. I still believe it today. Uh, we, the, the amount of money that has been budgeted, which is roughly 800000 per year mm-hmm. uh, for the partnership uh, over the last few years. Um, and, and to be fair, they haven't each year they haven't spent all of that money as they've geared up, but they continue to add staff and expenses, and the uh, results have been little, if any. Uh, So there's many supervisors that um, are becoming very concerned about the fact that we have this uh, government-led economic development arm that has not posted results and is... um, is costing um, a fair amount of money. So uh, we'll we'll see where the future leads us. But, um, you know, we're hoping that there can be more of a team effort moving forward as opposed to a a constant butting of heads between the county, the partnership, and SEDC. You've been listening to Talk of the Town on Magic 590 and 100.5, also heard in the Glens Falls Lake George region on 1410 AM and 96.9 FM. Our guest was Phil Barrett, the Clifton Park Town Supervisor. 
This program will be available online at albanymagic.com and bobcutmore.com. Next week's guest will be Patrick Madden, the mayor of Troy. I'm Bob Cutmore.